Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chad Michael Bouton, and you've clicked on a new episode of Hindsight is 2200. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support. It really does mean a lot. We continue to grow and get bigger and better, and it's all because of you. Honestly, this wouldn't be possible without your love and support, and I always just want to continue to thank you guys so much for all that you do to show your support. Anyways, if you missed the last episode, we sat down with Tim Stafford, who's the Director of Canine Services over at the Guide Dogs of UK. Awesome to get to chat to them. Um, If you missed the episode, um, my background actually is with the Guide Dog World. I worked for Southeastern Guide Dogs out of South Florida. And um, we worked, you know, a little bit with the guide dogs of UK. They actually visited the campus while I was still working there. Um, so it's kind of good to, you know, later on in life, still be able to kind of collaborate with them for a job that I'm doing. So, um, yeah, it was a good chat. And um, he's a great guy and um, super passionate. You could tell um, with everything he had to say. Anyways, that is episode of the last one. Let's get into today's episode. Um so I was introduced to this company through my good friends, Laura McLean and Tom Forsyth with Ramble Tag. Love them and everything they're doing. Um, and they told me about how they used the Ramble Tag with this company to give Tom an amazing experience at a local mall that he goes to. So I was over, you know, just over the moon about this and like, wow, this would be amazing if we could get it everywhere. So I wanted to sit down and talk with the actual person behind everything. So today I have from across the pond, my guest, the great and powerful um, Gavin Neat of Welcome Me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, Chad. <laughs> and you've already, I know Tim Stafford. I worked alongside him. I was mm-hmm. a mobility instructor with Guide Dogs for the Blind mm-hmm. for 18 years before I started a technology company. So I know Tim mm-hmm. and I, I know the guys at Ramble Tag as well, because mm-hmm. we're all it's a very small world. We're all mm-hmm. very closely entwined, mm-hmm. especially the positive people. We, we, we flock together us positive people. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was great to talk to him. Um, like I, like I mentioned in the intro, um, I used to work for Southeastern guide dogs out of South Florida. And um, after they did this animated short called PIP, um, they started getting a lot of, you know, international, you know, organizations wanting to kind of come see the campus and talk about what they could do to collaborate because we all are working towards the same thing. So we all try to help each other. And they actually had um, guide dogs of the UK come. And <laughs> I was joking with Tim. I'm like, you probably were on the campus while I was there working. So we probably have met and just didn't even realize it. Uh, we're all on the same planet. We're all mm-hmm. a lot closer together than we, uh, than we could possibly think. Mm-hmm. And I've been, to, I've been to the States and I, was, uh, I visited seeing eye dogs uh, mm-hmm. in New Jersey, yeah. I think it's New Jersey, uh, near Morristown. Uh, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I know Lucas Frank really well of Guide Dogs for, of, of Seeing Eye, and I'd, I'd been to Canadian Guide Dogs, and I just, I mean, I've traveled around the world working with Guide Dogs for the Blind, but those days are behind me now. I, <laughs> I've widened my horizons a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're doing some great things um, with your company, Welcome Me. Um, like I said, I was, you know, kind of told to check you, check you out by your good friends, Tom and Laura of the Ramble Tag. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit about the experience that Tom was able to get by using the Ramble Tag in um, conjunction with the uh, Welcome Me app. And I was just like, wow, that is something that I wish I had growing up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like a lot of things. Um, the real game changers come from an understanding of the problem. 
mm-hmm. and under- a real a real understanding of the problem. And of course, mm-hmm. well, in the, I guess there's a hashtag called "Nothing About Us Without Us," which refers ah. to disabled people being involved in innovation and development mm-hmm. and design and implementation of solutions. But mm-hmm. I've always maintained that yes, although. I would say that they are the pinnacle. Of course, mm-hmm. the end user has to be involved. But mm-hmm. there are quite a few people along the road who don't necessarily get involved as a matter of course. Mm-hmm. And so if we were thinking of um, a health center, for instance, if we think mm-hmm. about whether a nurse has the opportunity or a doctor or an mm-hmm. orderly mm-hmm. has the opportunity or a cleaner, let's face it, mm-hmm. to change how a health center or a hospital works, very seldom are they involved in a small scale mm-hmm. to, to make it a big change, even mm-hmm. though they are probably real experts. Now we could mm-hmm. say, how would a patient change a hospital? Mm-hmm. But, and that's good. I think that's fine to be able mm-hmm. to do that. But we also need to be able to say, well, to a nurse or a doctor, how would right. you change a hospital? So I think that um, as much as I love nothing about us without us, I think that there is a, the people that also need to be involved to a certain extent are the ones who are maybe observing over a period of time somebody said mm-hmm. to me once they said right um i'm a really good dog trainer i've had three dogs in my life mm-hmm. uh, and i've i've had dogs for 24 years three dogs uh, and you go well that's fantastic but a dog trainer has maybe trained hundreds of dogs mm-hmm. in that time so it, a practitioner is somebody that that works a lot mm-hmm. and sees maybe where problems are and then possibly even solutions and that's mm-hmm. where i came from yeah, and let's get into that because um, how did you get into Welcome Me? What was um, your background prior? You, you mentioned you uh, you worked uh, with Tim of uh, Guide Dogs UK. So I'm just curious to how uh, you got involved with trying to solve this solution. Yeah, so 1996, I, I'd left the military. I was a military police dog handler. And mm. I left the military after 10 years and I joined Guide Dogs for the Blind um, mm. on an apprenticeship. I wanted mm. to become a guide dog mobility instructor, which mm-hmm. is the person who trains the person how to use the dog, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over a period of time, I, when after 1996, I kind of joined, after a period of time, people would turn up to train with their guide dogs and they mm-hmm. would take their mobile phone out of their pocket and their mobile phone would talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. This mm-hmm. technology is something that is this bridge between, that didn't exist before. It was this bridge mm-hmm. for communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were other things that were happening all the time. Uh, and one of them was, when I would walk into shops, my job was to initially potentially be on the shoulder of the, mm-hmm. the person who had a guide dog. But eventually my job was to be at a distance from and mm-hmm. to just listen to the conversation because the next day that person would be on their own. I wouldn't be with them mm-hmm. and they needed to be able to cope with all the eventualities that came at them. But I would notice from a distance the conversation that the staff member would have with my client. And I'd be thinking to myself, yeah, that staff member didn't really know how to interact with my client. Mm-hmm. Now, really simple around visual impairment. Introduce yourself. Don't talk to the dog. Offer sighted guide by saying, mm-hmm. here's my arm. Would you like a sighted guide? And um, before you walk away, say, I'm walking away. Mm-hmm. Uh, try and avoid language like it's over there. Explain things. Walk at the mm-hmm. speed of the person. Really simple stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was amazed that the staff member didn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. And my client, the visually impaired, out. Uh, potentially other disabilities, but the visually impaired mainly, mm-hmm. they would end up training the staff member. Mm. And I would think to myself, well, that's good, but I, my client might go into five shops that day and they don't <laughs> want to be training somebody yeah. every single time they walk through the door. And there's no guarantee that what they trained them with 
would be remembered mm-hmm. because the staff members trying to do something in the moment they're, 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 and they wouldn't necessarily see the visually impaired person as an expert. So mm-hmm. I, I was like, well, I wonder if I could connect the technology to the training. Mm-hmm. And the best example of that is if you want to know how to wire a plug or if you want to know how to fix a, um, a seal on a washing machine or even change the oil in your car mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, you want to do any of these things. If you go on YouTube, you can find that information. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, well, why not train the staff member or at least raise their awareness of disability in general before somebody walks through the door? Mm-hmm. And that became Welcome Me, mm-hmm. which is remarkably the first staff training tool based on the proximity of the visitor to the venue. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes away, well, it does so much. It trains the staff member if the person wants to, they can say, I'm wanting to buy a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, want, I, I want to go to the cinema. I want to buy this. I want to visit that. I want to do this. I'm seeing my doctor. They could let the staff member know before they turn up. Mm-hmm. But because they fill out a profile in advance, that profile might say, I want staff member to know a little bit more about aphasia. I want mm-hmm. them to know a little bit more about cerebral palsy. I want mm-hmm. them to know a little bit more about acquired brain injury or muscular mm-hmm. dystrophy or ataxia or aphasia or, or d- d- anything at all. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a profile already and you trigger that meeting, that visit, you could train the staff member before you walk through the door, which is mm-hmm. what Welcome Me is. It's staff training based on what your needs are as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where it's like that's that's awesome because, I mean, I myself have experienced that you know unfortunate you know situation where they just they don't know how to really deal with you. Like I always remember you know going through an airport and they had no idea how to handle myself and my guide dog going through the security check, and yeah. you know you know we are taught how to do it. And I'm trying to sit there telling them, hey, you can't do this and that. And they end up taking my guide dog away with me, which is a huge oh, no, no, no. That's, a, that's the biggest no, no. Yeah. So it's just like this type of application and technology, you could send it to the airport um, if you're going to the airport and be like, okay, here's what I, um, here's, here's some of the things about me. Here's my guide dog and some things about the guide dog and us handlers um, you know, can I have a staff read this? And that way, when I get there, they, they know how to handle myself and the guide. Everything, everything, everything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, when we launched it in 2018, um, we only had a couple of venues. You might mm-hmm. imagine this, does, it doesn't just grow overnight, but right. since then we're now in 160 venues in the UK and Ireland, including mm-hmm. airports mm-hmm. and train stations mm-hmm. and ferry terminals and retailers and optometrists and uh, hospitals and mm-hmm. tourist sites and cinemas and museums, anywhere that you might want to go, you mm-hmm. can potentially say to somebody before you arrive, this is how best to help me. Mm-hmm. Without having to go into too much detail, all you have to do is say right. what you want to do. Right. The profile itself does mm-hmm. the training because we just provide them with an overview of a condition and top tips on how to interact. Mm-hmm. And for many people, they just say, I don't want help. Right. I want to turn up but I want mm-hmm. you to know that I, I have epilepsy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I want you to know, I want to be comfortable knowing that you have had first aid training mm-hmm. 12 hours before I walk through the door. Now right. that can help people leave home. Mm-hmm. That can help somebody go, I, I wasn't going to go, but now mm-hmm. that I know that they've been first aid trained mm-hmm. and I can be confident in it because it was me that provided it. Right. then I, I'm, I'm more comfortable to go. And of mm-hmm. course, 
when we've done staff training in the past is all about you train the staff member and then they deliver the service to the disabled person, mm -hmm. not necessarily for. Mm -hmm. But with this, you're empowering the disabled person to be in charge of the relationship. Mm -hmm. So how does that start when it comes to getting them to read and then be, either be trained within that 12? Because it sounds like you give them like 12, maybe even 24 hours notice, like, hey, I'm going to come here on this day at this time. I need someone that um, has been trained or been alerted to my needs or, you know, I, I don't want to be, you know, helped, but just in case something goes wrong, I have someone that can help me. Uh, how does that process, you know, go through and, you know, and, you know, yeah, yeah. The first thing to say, it's two hours. Two hours okay. um, is the minimum. So we're okay. not talking 40 hours, gotcha, gotcha. 24 hours. The, the, the businesses that sign up to this, mm -hmm. they basically sign up to the idea that if you give me information about somebody who's walking through the door mm -hmm. two hours from now, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to provide that service. Gotcha. Most likely somebody is not going to do it for two hours. They might do it four hours or even mm -hmm. six hours, even the day before right. or even two weeks before. Right. But that message goes directly to the staff member who's on the door or mm -hmm. the reception or it's customer service. Okay. And that message then is on their screen. What they get, in fact, when I download the app, and it's a free app, everything's totally mm -hmm. free, apart from the vendor, vendor pays a monthly subscription. <laughs> but the disabled person downloads an app. They put in a mm -hmm. picture, they put in their name, mm -hmm. they put in what they would like staff to have awareness of. And mm -hmm. then they look at the different venues that are on the platform. Mm -hmm. They then pick a venue that they want to go to, they click on that venue, and they say roughly what time they want to come to that venue on that day. It could be two hours from now or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's a window of venue rather than a time. Mm -hmm. um, and they say what they want to do when they get there. Now, because mm -hmm. they've already filled in a profile, what that does is it triggers. So uh, when they, as soon as they press send, the mm -hmm. venue gets a ping. And they look at the screen and it says, Gavin's coming tomorrow between mm -hmm. 12 and 5. Gavin's wanting to buy a new pair of um, work trousers and a pair of shoes, mm -hmm. uh, size 9, say, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, but then what they get, that's my message. That's all I've had to put right. in. What they also get is an overview of aphasia, one mm -hmm. paragraph. Mm -hmm. And then five top tips on what you should do when you meet anyone with aphasia, because mm. this is about training. This is about giving people information for everybody. You don't have to be using the app to get better mm -hmm. customer service. But if the venue's using it, somebody, if somebody's walked through the door before you mm -hmm. using the app, then the customer service team is going to be better than they would be if they hadn't. Right. Um, so use the app if you want. Don't use the app if you want. That's the key here. I mean, it's, it's designed so that you don't have to use the app but mm -hmm. somebody does. Um, <laughs> so the staff member goes, right, this is what aphasia is. Mm -hmm. This is what it means. These, these are top tips on what I should do. Oh, and look, there's a message from Gavin as mm -hmm. to what he wants to do when he arrives. Mm -hmm. So when Gavin arrives, Gavin's got a button on the phone for a manual arrival. Once he presses mm -hmm. that button, it tells the staff that Gavin's just walked through the door. Or that Gavin's walked through the door, Gavin's taken a seat, mm -hmm. written a couple of emails, taken his tablets, drank some water, got mm -hmm. a little bit of strength back. Then Gavin presses the arrival button. Then the staff member looks down and goes, right, that's Gavin. Mm -hmm. This is how I need to approach Gavin. This is how I give Gavin the very best customer service. They approach Gavin. They say, hello, Gavin. My name's Michael. I'm the receptionist here. Mm -hmm. I know, or I'm, I'm the retailer here. I know that you wanted to buy some trousers. I've already put some shoes to one side that I think you might like. Um, if you'd like to come with me, here's my arm. Or I've already got a chair right over here for you. Or mm -hmm. we've got a room that's set aside that's quiet so that mm -hmm. you can have a look at some of these items. Whatever the, the venue or the business wants to deliver, mm -hmm. that's when they can then have this personal relationship with the, with the person. Now, in mm -hmm. the UK, the spending power of disabled people is like £274 billion a year. Wow. World, 
worldwide it's something like eight trillion dollars yeah so if we can get it so that businesses aren't just saying yes of course disabled people are welcome mm -hmm. but they're actually saying no we'll give you better service mm -hmm. well disabled people will be like yeah i want to spend my money in this shop because these <laughs> yeah. guys are good with me yeah yeah and it's kind of cool because you, you know whenever you see that a business has welcome or welcome mm -hmm. me you go even though i've never been there before mm -hmm. i know i'm going to get a certain level of service because i know they've got this solution mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's nothing that makes anyone with a disability happier when they have a great experience at a store um, and then they keep going back and they just know what if the, that chain or whether it, whether it, yeah it is a chain or not they know that they're they're always going to get good you know business there because of those experiences but yeah i'm just like a, i i want this app in the us right now <laughs> yeah, or i'm moving yeah. to the uk so that i can use it every day <laughs> Yeah, well, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. Um, we're growing in the UK. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's a massive market because mm -hmm. you're talking every cinema, every hospital, every optometrist, mm -hmm. every betting license office, whatever, every restaurant, every mm -hmm. pub. So it takes time to spread that. But mm -hmm. there are key things to do with our app. Mm -hmm. Within the app, when you've downloaded the app, you can request new venues. Mm -hmm. so the disabled person tells us where they want it. Mm -hmm. So let's just imagine, for instance, that we wanted it in Target or right. Ikea, or rather a disabled person walked into Target and went, ah, oh, that customer service was a little bit, mm -hmm. oh, I wish they had welcome, welcome mm -hmm. me. Um, what they do is they then request it, and then mm -hmm. we look at the request, the request comes straight through to my sales team. Mm -hmm. My sales team then phone up the business and say, mm -hmm. hey, we've had 1,000 disabled people say that Target should have this system. Mm -hmm. And then they say, how much is it? And we say, well, it could be $50 a month. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they for each, for each uh, Target, shop and then mm -hmm. they say um when can we have it and we can mm -hmm. normally install it and have it up and running in about four hours mm. there's not much because it's software it's not right. really difficult to do so my intention is to get the um <clears throat> 1.3 billion disabled people worldwide mm -hmm. to be telling us where they want us yeah well, uh, I'm definitely going to try and get more people here in the States to <laughs> make some requests. <laughs> well, you've got, you've got the best platform. This is the best because, platform. Because um, there's definitely have. some places that I'm in, my, in my lifetime that I've gone and been like, that was not a good experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I think you, you can put it places where it isn't good, but you mm. can put it places where the experience is good. Absolutely. You want it to be better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's face it. If you go into a shop and you get good experience, mm -hmm. you're likely to turn around and say to somebody else, I had a good experience. However, mm -hmm. it might be because their uncle is a guide dog owner mm -hmm. and they therefore understand a bit more about guide dogs. Right. They might have absolutely no understanding of aphasia. Right. So you tell everybody you had a great experience as a disabled person, right. but you actually had a great experience with a guide dog owner, right. specifically with that one member of staff. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that the entire business is good so mm -hmm. we have to guard against this it's like this waves of uh of of good service because mm -hmm. ultimately if, if a restaurant uh, uh, won an award for being a brilliant restaurant right and then the owner changed and the chef moved on and the staff left mm -hmm. is it still a good restaurant <laughs> that's a great question <laughs> So we, we have to be we have to be consistent. Staff mm -hmm. training goes up and down in waves. Mm -hmm. We have to find a way that says we can give you the information you need mm -hmm. without having to you to spend 
$5,000 on training a member of staff when they're mm -hmm. only going to be there for six months and then they're gone. Mm -hmm. But we've got to find ways around that. And, mm -hmm. and welcome me is one of the ways around that. Yeah. And, and that's great um, point too. You know, definitely as a, as a blind person, I always, you know, I always try to do my best to say they, they were great for me and my disability, you know, because, because I do know, you know, um, every disability is different. And of course my disability mm -hmm. does not speak for another person's disability in any way. Yeah. And your character as well. I, I find mm -hmm. it a lot that people who are um, uh, extrovert and they're, they're friendly and they're happy and they're having a good day. It's a hell of a lot easier mm -hmm. to go, Oh yeah. If you could take my left arm, not my right arm or mm -hmm. no, please don't talk to my dog. But if you find that somebody maybe has had a really bad day mm -hmm. or they might be neurodiverse mm -hmm. or, the person maybe has just rubbed them up the wrong way or they've mm -hmm. just had a, a, a problem with a partner or who right. knows what it is right well the staff member needs to be given the information and the tools mm -hmm. with which to not just help the person but also give them a chance for a new foundation for that mm -hmm. day mm -hmm. wow that's that's so well put because uh, you know sometimes just having a good experience at the cinema or just the local mall when you've had a really bad day or you've had a fight or bad day at work um, mm -hmm. that can just make it at least a little bit of a better day. Yeah. Oh, and you can go home with a smile yeah, rather absolutely. than go home going, Oh my God, I can't believe I went out again. And yeah. uh, for, <laughs> for, for many people, they will, they'll just roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, especially now, I think we're more aware of neuro neurodiversity than ever mm -hmm. before. A lot of people will get punched and they'll stay down. Mm hmm because maybe they've been punched 20 times and they're yeah. just like, I can't be bothered getting up again. I think mm -hmm. I'll just stay home and order on Amazon, which mm -hmm. is great. Of course it is, but mm -hmm. we need human interaction. We know mm -hmm. that more than ever, that humans need to talk to humans. Yeah. And definitely with the um, pandemic, we've seen how much human interaction is key uh, because, you know, we, we seen a big spike in mental health issues um, yeah. a lot with, young kids and you know I'm, I'm afraid that there's going to be a lot of kids that grow up and are going to deal with mental health issues because of the isolation and the separation they had due to social interaction and person-to-person -person contact um, so definitely you know that's going to play a factor going forward. You, you mentioned something really interesting there which which reminded me of something so we've talked about this and it kind of i guess i've conjured up a picture of a disabled person using this solution mm -hmm. but imagine this being a parent mm -hmm. with a child or a young person who's maybe autistic as an mm -hmm. example mm -hmm. and they're or they might be in a wheelchair or whatever it might be, using a wheelchair or a power chair or whatever mm -hmm. and they always go in the shop because the parents with them because they're right. 12 years old but the mm -hmm. staff member never talks to the child they always mm -hmm. talk to the parent yep with this solution would welcome me you can say in advance please talk to my child mm -hmm. and the child goes wow yeah i'm engaging yeah i get a chance to actually buy a pair of trainers yeah. rather than my <laughs> mom doing it or my yeah. dad yeah but it can also work at the other end of the scale with somebody whose parent is, is, is living with dementia or alzheimer's mm -hmm. where they're with a carer or a friend mm -hmm. or a pa and the staff member always talks to the carer friend or pa mm -hmm. instead of talking to the person who's maybe got early onset dementia. And of right. course, we all know that if you are living with something like uh, a neurological condition like that, mm -hmm. you need the interaction mm -hmm. and you deserve it. You're a human being, mm -hmm. for God's sake. Mm -hmm. You deserve it. Yeah, that's that's a big one. Because of course, I started losing my vision to retinitis pigmentosa when I was 11. 
Um, so, you know, I started losing it very, very early. So when I was going out, I was with my mom. And of course, as most mothers and fathers do, they, they don't do it to, you know, detriment us. But, you know, a lot of times they do stuff for us and they deal for us. And that's where it's very important, especially when it comes to neurological or, um, disorders, um, you know, cognitive um, motor, it's important that we participate those people with those disabilities that oftentimes people will talk to someone else and not them. Mm. And it's important yeah. to include them because if you don't talk to them, then you're automatically excluding them from an experience otherwise they would have if someone was talking to them. Oh yeah, and if we want people to be independent, mm -hmm. if this could be, if this is a young person who's just finding their feet in the world, mm -hmm. and the person that's with them always speaks for them, mm -hmm. well, when they're on their own, they're not going to feel confident enough to stand up for themselves. And mm -hmm. um, so we want to we want to find ways to encourage that. And if right. you know that you're the one that's going to get spoken to, then mm -hmm. you're more likely to be a little bit more confident. We know yeah. that. We know yeah. that. The more mm -hmm. people engage with you, the more confidence you can build from that. And I think that's mm -hmm. a massive part of it. In the UK, we've got this thing um, called end loneliness. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's recognised that loneliness is a massive issue. And of yeah. course, it, it's people just being more insular now. And I, I feel that myself. I think we all mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. But we want people to be feeling that I can go out and go mm -hmm. somewhere knowing that I'm going to meet somebody who might not be a friend, mm -hmm. but is going to be friendly. Yes. Yeah. And I always say like, there's that whole saying, which is um, a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. <laughs> Whereas I, I kind of like a welcome user or a welcome mm -hmm. user is a friend you haven't met yet. Right. Um, so can you talk to me about the um, technological side a little bit of the app? Um, you know, how was its development kind of conjured and, you know, and thought of, um, and then, you know, a little bit more of how like the, you know, the relationship between you and the companies were kind of on the app side, if that's uh, something you could talk yeah, about. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. These are great questions. These mm -hmm. are great questions for a sort of a deeper technical dive. Mm -hmm. Well, when we first started it, um, I was interested in GPS and Bluetooth, Bluetooth mm -hmm. Low Energy or BLE 5.0. Mm -hmm. I was kind of interested in, indicating where I was mm -hmm. based on where my phone was, location mm -hmm. services. But, and then I started using GPS and, and G, using GPS to say when I was close to a building and then when I got close to the building, I would get close to a beacon and then the beacon would send a message to say I'd arrived. Mm -hmm. But actually what I realized was that if I just had the manual arrival button on the phone, I could tell you when I wanted help. Mm -hmm. So as far as the tech was concerned, we started out really high tech and then mm -hmm. became really low tech. Oh. Ultimately, this is just a platform that communicates directly with the customer service team at the venue you're going to. Mm -hmm. And it pops. It's, a, it's currently an app, but it's going to be it's just about to be launched as a web app. So mm -hmm. it will integrate into somebody's plat into the system instead of going through Chrome or Firefox or something. Gotcha. So when somebody says when somebody books a visit, when somebody says they're going rather than a booking, when mm -hmm. they say they're going to this particular cinema, a message goes directly to the cinema and says, Gavin who's living, who is a guide dog owner, is turning mm -hmm. up tomorrow at five o'clock to watch the James Bond movie, mm -hmm. Gavin's popcorn and blah, blah, blah. Now they get an email, a text message and a phone call to say that somebody is using, they then log in, mm -hmm. take a look at the information that's been provided and then they can use it. So mm -hmm. it's really low tech solution. Mm -hmm. When the person arrives and they press the manual arrival button, that just sends an automated message to the venue to say this person has arrived. Mm -hmm. 
increasingly a lot of venues um, in banking, definitely airports, the staff member already has a PDA. Gotcha. So they can look down at their, their tablet or wherever it might be and they can go, oh yeah, okay, brilliant. That message is there in two minutes from now, Gavin's going to walk through the door. Right. So the technology is actually incredibly simple. Mm -hmm. As far as the platform is concerned, the venue just says, we want to be on the platform. Gotcha. They then agree to our terms of contract. Uh, they then sign up. They then put in the information that, pardon me, that they want people to know before they arrive, mm -hmm. like... We have disabled parking, we have wide doors, we have a mm -hmm. uh, changing places toilet, we have mm -hmm. ramble tag available when you arrive, mm -hmm. we have a low counter, we have a pool hoist for the swimming pool, we have whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, so they can then fill out the form to say what they can offer physically. Mm -hmm. Then they fill out a form to say what they can offer socially. Mm -hmm. uh, member of staff is ASL qualified. Member of staff has been given sighted guide training. Mm -hmm. Member of staff has been uh, worked uh, as neurodiverse themselves and understand right. neurodiversity. So it's more like a social. How good are they socially? Because mm -hmm. most people think of access as physical. We think right. of access as physical and social. Social access is crazy important. Yeah. Security yeah. guard. Yeah in the most accessible building in the world who said you can't bring a dog in, well, it doesn't matter how accessible the building is if the security guard doesn't understand it's a guide dog. So right. this is about training security guard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's how simple it is. The person mm -hmm. signs up, they write in the information they need, we check it over, mm -hmm. and then they press the go live button and then they're mm -hmm. available on the platform to be mm -hmm. used. Yeah, and we were talking about this um, you know, off air before we started and you mentioned how sometimes it's the simpler things that are the greatest assistance to people that need something more and it's just kind of cool to you know see that you know you started off really, really high tech and then you're just like you know what all these bells and whistles are nice but we can just solve the problem by being just simple and just here we yeah. go just you know a to b yeah well that's exactly it and i, I guess we we kind of went down a bit of a there was a bit of a sort of rabbit hole right at the mm -hmm. very start because the first thing I came up with was a, a, an app called Button, mm -hmm. which was a mobile phone pressing the button at pedestrian crossings. Mm -hmm. So your mobile phone communicated the pedestrian crossing. In the UK, all our pedestrian crossings are uh, pedestrian operated. Mm -hmm. um, so you press a button and it stops the traffic, or mm -hmm. at least it lets you know when the cycle is so that you can cross the road. So I just the first thing I did was come up with a way of putting a little bit of hardware into the crossing mm -hmm. that was communicated with with a mobile phone. And that kind of led me to wanting to use the same technology with Welcome Me. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I didn't need to. So I withdrew from using that technology. So mm -hmm. also keeping it simple means we don't have to then install beacons or mm. have somebody turn on location services they don't mm. even need location services turned on although mm. in the future um somebody turning up at an airport when there's the manual arrival button right it could be connected to what three words and mm. then you'd know exactly where the, the staff member would know exactly where the, the visitor was standing which obviously is a little bit more tech to it right right yeah but you know <laughs> it's something as simple as in hearing you say oh well, you can use this app going to the cinema and you can let them know in advance that you need popcorn or you want popcorn and a drink. Because to me, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, because uh, I think the next day you could have paid for it. You could have yeah. paid for it before yeah. as well. So yeah. why not order it and pay yeah. for it and yeah. then just get taken to your seat, watch mm -hmm. the movie yeah. with your popcorn and your, I mean, come on. It's so, everything's possible. Yeah. Because, you know, when you think about it, especially, you know, I'm speaking 
specifically from a guide dog user perspective when I'm talking. And going to the cinema with a guide dog can be such a hassle because you just have people and kids wanting to have a good time, not really even caring about what they're doing. And to bring a guide dog into that where it's just a chaotic situation, no matter what, it's a lot. <laughs> and it's a lot yeah. to navigate, not only physically, but socially. That's the big one yeah. too, is socially. And I'm so glad you brought that up because that is a huge factor. It's not just how something is designed. It's how the people in that venue act and respond to you. Yeah. And that's the challenge that they've never really addressed because mm -hmm. we, we've never had a solution before. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, we've just gone, let's do stuff, an induction training session mm -hmm. to say, it's really important to recognize when somebody's disabled. Well, mm. the truth is that something like 75% of disabled people have hidden conditions. Mm -hmm. And even you could be a guide dog owner who's also uh, autistic. Yeah, deaf too. So, or a wheelchair user mm -hmm. who is also living with dementia. Mm -hmm. So just because somebody has a, a visible disability doesn't mm -hmm. mean that that's the main disability they need you to have awareness of. Mm -hmm. So this is just a way of communicating if you want to, or it mm -hmm. could be communicating that you want to be ignored. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just don't approach me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm fine. Um, just, I just want you to have the information, but I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's just as important because mm -hmm. overhelping in customer service can be seen when well, I, I experienced that myself, you go into a shop and somebody's instantly on you and all you're mm -hmm. doing is browsing. Yeah. Um, and you just, oh, no, no, it's okay. Just I'll, I'll call you when I need you. <laughs> right, well, right. Why not do that through an app? I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty simple stuff. Yeah. And it's just the application and implication of it for a disabled person is it's so big because a lot of times we feel like we can't go out because we're not going to get a good experience or it's just too hard for us to go out and have to deal with educating people on when we need help or how we need help. And that's where it becomes big because the app is reinforcing not only independence, but confidence. Um, yeah. and, that, and that's key for a disabled person. Yeah, well, it, we're we want more and more disabled people back into employment. Mm -hmm. We want more and more disabled people independent. We want more mm -hmm. and more disabled people going to getting fitter mm -hmm. because um, if you are at home and you're disabled, it's hard to get out and get fit and healthy mm -hmm. and all those things and social. We want mm -hmm. more and more disabled people to be interacting with other people because the more we see disabled people in our communities, mm -hmm. the more they are seen as just being part of the community. Whereas mm -hmm. in the past, disabled people were kind of locked up a little bit yeah. um, and we didn't see them or, and they weren't educated. They mm -hmm. didn't get the opportunities everybody else had. Mm -hmm. And there's absolutely no reason why in a world where we're talking about equality, diversity, and inclusion, the, the genius disabled people out there that we've mm -hmm. got who quite rightfully deserve to be promoted and CEOs and God knows what else, mm -hmm. they, we need them to be out in society, helping society. And we also mm -hmm. need other people out there going yeah i feel better because i have a job that i love and mm -hmm. that could be it could be stacking shelves in a supermarket but yeah. it could also be being at the cinema it could yeah. be working in a restaurant it could be coffee. i mean anything at all is mm -hmm. possible mm -hmm. when you have faith that you can do it mm -hmm. absolutely um so we um we we, we name dropped them a little bit early um ramble tag you guys have a great relationship um and you have actually implemented um the ramble tag into welcome me to make an even better experience for those people that need guided sight um so i i would love to you know hear how how that relationship started because uh 
Tom and um, Laura are, are great people. And, you know, talking about, you know, simple solutions making the big difference. I mean, they have a great solution that's making a huge difference. Yeah, I think it started when I saw them on social media and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, Ramble Tag, well, that's, I mean, I've been, I've been delivering Sighted Guide mm -hmm. for years as a mobility instructor. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you had something that, oh, wow, they've already done it. Mm -hmm. So then I started talking to Tom and mm -hmm. we were actually up for a, a National Diversity Award, Entrepreneur mm -hmm. of Excellence last year. Mm -hmm. We were both up for the same national award, mm -hmm. but I'd known him for several years before that. Mm -hmm. But we weren't, we're not so much working with Ramble Tag, but mm -hmm. what we do is we we say whenever a venue we launch with a new venue we say oh do you have ramble tag mm -hmm. because if you've got ramble tag you can write that mm -hmm. on your form to say we also offer ramble tag so when mm -hmm. somebody turns up they go wow what's this ramble tag thing mm -hmm. so i think ultimately we need as a sector we need to understand that we're not in competition mm -hmm. we're we're all trying to deliver the same thing so mm -hmm. when somebody is delivering a service i want to shout to the world to say look at ramble tag look how mm -hmm. awesome they are look mm -hmm. at um sign live or mm -hmm. whoever it might be a sign live, or any of these mm -hmm. companies or or um be my eyes or mm -hmm. i want to shout about them mm -hmm. because ultimately we're all in, we're all pulling in the same direction right that's the plan mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean it's great because using welcome me you know, the possibility is that a company could be like, hey, so we have this product that we think could help improve an experience. Um, is it possible for us to, you know, kind of work together? So that way, if someone is using Welcome Me, they can be like, hey, so I usually use this product, a, you know, a XYZ. And then through Welcome Me, they can be like, I need to request it by the second I step into the store. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. So a great example of that is where you might have a hearing loop. Now, how many deaf people turn up to a, a shop or wherever it might be? And mm -hmm. It says we've got a hearing loop, but mm -hmm. it's not even turned on. Mm -hmm. Now, if they knew that you needed a hearing loop mm -hmm. turned on, mm -hmm. then that would be turned on before you walk through the door. Mm -hmm. So it works in conjunction with a service that they might be providing. It might mm -hmm. be that you want a personal shopper. And you go, all right. Oh, right, okay, this person's coming in, they need a personal shopper. That mm -hmm. could be a way of the business making more money. And, and mm -hmm. that's, that's such an important point here. This isn't just about disabled people. This is mm -hmm. about businesses mm -hmm. providing better service and becoming more commercially successful mm -hmm. because they're accessing what we call the purple pound or the mm -hmm. 274 billion pounds worth of spending power. Mm -hmm. If businesses do better because they've engaged with disabled people, mm -hmm. then society does better. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, not only do you get more business, you are getting better interactions with disabled and non-disabled people. And at the end of the day, that's all we kind of really need is if we can have more people that have no disabilities and usually never interact with someone with a disability, interacting more with the disabled and understanding our plights and our struggles then we start to create a better world for everybody. Oh yeah, Chad, mm -hmm. we, seriously, man, that, I'm gonna man the barricades on this. Mm -hmm. That is such an important point. This mm -hmm. is about societal change. Mm -hmm. I want staff members, when mm -hmm. they see a disabled person to come through the door, mm -hmm. go not, oh my God, yeah. I'm gonna mess this up. Yeah, uh, I'll get somebody else to do it. But I want mm -hmm. them to go, oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. I know how to interact with this person because mm -hmm. 
somebody yesterday used welcome me right and today i feel more confident talking to a disabled person because mm -hmm. i understand and i have a bit more empathy for their needs mm -hmm. Uh, and the disabled person goes, wow, that person, I wasn't even using an app, and that person came up and introduced themselves. Yeah. And they go, because they knew the day before that introducing yourself was something that's useful to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's when we change those misconceptions or just start making people think more on their own about what they can do to make this a great experience for the both of them. That's, yeah. when, it, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. I, we, there are so many wins here. Mm -hmm. Disabled person wins customer service staff member wins mm -hmm. they stay in their job longer the business wins because they bring in more money the staff member stays longer society wins because society sees best practice my company wins because it grows and gets a chance to do more mm -hmm. my investors win because they make more money out of my company mm -hmm. so i don't know six wins there yeah and i, I haven't <laughs> yet found a loss we need to if we can find <laughs> models where everybody wins then mm -hmm. fantastic yeah and that's always my biggest hang up when it comes to companies that say oh well, we can't spend money on this. I'm like, why not? It's like, how do you see not spending money on accessibility as a win? Because like we said, everybody wins with accessibility. So when companies say, oh, well, we don't have the time for it. It's like, well, why not? Yeah. Well, why would you, why would you remove 20% yeah. of your customers? Yeah, exactly. But it's actually more than, it's more than 20% yeah. because... Uh, there was a there was a story um, a couple of years ago. There was a, a company wanted to book a, a function room for a Christmas do Christmas function, mm -hmm. and uh, it was forty people. And they were mm -hmm. turning up at this restaurant, and the person said, "Oh, one of the guys is in a wheelchair. Do you have wheelchair access?" This was mm -hmm. at the end. Of, oh, they went, "Oh no, I'm sorry, we haven't got any wheelchair access." Forty-one people went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's not just about disabled people; it's mm -hmm. about other people and and let's face it would you go somewhere if you knew that a friend of yours who's disabled had been discriminated against there well increasingly no you would you'd be like uh, -uh i'm not giving them my money and that's what we need to do we need to mm -hmm. people power yeah that's you know it just it always surprises me that especially now with diversity and inclusion being at its highest demand since i mean i've been going you know blind quote unquote you know, I still have a lot of my vision, but I mean, I'm nowhere near functioning without my assisted aids. But I've been going blind for almost two decades now. And just now we're finally seeing this big trend of inclusion and diversity. Of course, there's always going to be those two halves, that one half where it's just, you know, let's check that box so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> and then there's the other half where they're like, no, we're doing this because it's the right thing to do. Um, so it's just amazing to finally see inclusion and diversity take hold of the global, you know, just window, yeah. because yeah. honestly, it's accessibility should always be happen, happening. And, you know, the society was never really built for accessibility. You know, they, they didn't design the world for dis disability, but it's great to know that there's applications like Welcome Me that are starting to make people understand that these barriers shouldn't exist and that we should help break them down. Yeah, and companies need to stop thinking of access as purely physical. Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of people think, right, it's going to cost us $15,000 to put in a ramp. Mm -hmm. So let's just not engage with disabled people. Well, right. if somebody said it's going to cost you $30 a month to engage with the other 85% of disabled people who mm -hmm. aren't needing a ramp, mm -hmm. well, your entry level is much, much lower. Start mm -hmm. engaging with that, get some money in, bring that money in, pay for the ramp. Right. 
but a lot of people don't get engaged with access because mm -hmm. they think access is accessible changing rooms, toilets and mm -hmm. ramps. Yes, those are all really important. Mm -hmm. But if you think that you need to have $60,000 in the bank before you can start becoming an accessible business, mm -hmm. then you're never going to you're never going to go in there. Right, right. Yeah. If you have that mindset that, oh, accessibility costs money and it's just money, uh, then you're kind of setting yourself up to fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the, the CSR. I don't mm -hmm. like the word corporate social responsibility. Mm -hmm. This is not about social responsibility. Mm -hmm. This is insanity. If you don't want to, if you want to throw away 20% of your income, mm -hmm then, then you, you're not going anywhere as a business. This is not right. corporate social responsibility. Yeah. This is commercial responsibility for mm -hmm. your, your income or your shareholders mm -hmm. or public in general. You need to engage with everybody because that's mm -hmm. where the money is. Mm -hmm. If that's what we need to aim it at, great. Mm -hmm. That's fine. If that's what makes change. Ultimately, I want to change the world because that's where it should be. Everybody that's, should mm -hmm. have equity and provision of service and opportunity. It's a tough game to, to change, but mm -hmm. uh, there are people out there who deserve me and you and other people like mm -hmm. Tom and Laura to be fighting for that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. fight, we will. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about, I mean, really, when you think about it, it's about human decency and kindness um, and just, you know, treating, you know, people like you yourself would want to be treated if you were in the situation and um well yeah you can learn stuff mm -hmm. um, you go well, a second yeah they they had cerebral palsy i didn't mm -hmm. really know much about them oh wait a second their hobby is wing walking mm -hmm. <laughs> or they're a parachutist mm -hmm. or they they do they've done skydiving mm -hmm. and they, they've done them 50 jumps out of a plane and you <laughs> go well wait a second if i hadn't have communicated with that person mm -hmm. i would have just seen them as a open inverted commas disabled person right you go i know too many amazing disabled people mm -hmm. to think that i'm not going to learn something every time i have a conversation yeah absolutely same you know that's why i love doing a podcast because even if i have my vision loss i know that my vision loss is not the same as another's you know there will always yeah. be nuances and differences between even shared disabilities. And that's the yeah. amazing thing is when you talk to people, you, you can always learn something no matter, you know, what it is, even if you're both legally blind or blind, because your experiences will always be different. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is about being open to a world of experience and mm -hmm. just, just being open to communicating with mm -hmm. people and learning uh, because we all benefit when we soak up the information around us. Well, the mm -hmm. moment we close it and we just think of something as that's what they're going to be like because mm -hmm. they are black, white, gay, female, mm -hmm. small, big, mm -hmm. disabled, not disabled, from a country, not from a country. And we go, yeah, we made our mind up about that person before mm -hmm. we even meet them. Well, no, soak up a little bit or just be a little bit more open-minded and, mm -hmm. and you'll learn so much more and, and you'll get more out of life. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I do want to ask just a quick question about um, the pandemic and how you navigated that with such a social application and uh, technology. Um, were there any hurdles and struggles that you had to overcome and, you know, adapt in terms of the application going forward? Yeah, it's a super question, Chad. And of course, mm -hmm. it's affected everybody differently. I think the, mm -hmm. the most obvious one immediately is the um, disabled people weren't going out and about in fact mm -hmm. none of us were and disabled people are still um quite reluctant certainly mm -hmm. people who uh, are vulnerable are finding it very difficult to get mm -hmm. back out into the world and i understand that totally mm -hmm. um 
But because we're in every single sector, mm-hmm. we were able to then go, well, wait a second, we're needed in the supermarkets. Wait a second, mm-hmm. we're needed in hospitals and mm-hmm. health centers because these were um, priority emergency places that you needed to go. Mm-hmm. So we were able to focus on hospitals and, and the like. Um, mm-hmm. But as the world's opened up again, we are now opening with theaters and cinemas again mm-hmm. and more entertainment. So uh, it was really challenging from that point of view, but it just mm-hmm. meant that we focused on a different aspect. Mm-hmm. So we were more governmental health emergency services mm-hmm. than the pleasurable theater cinema type services. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the company was concerned, it was, it was actually this moment where we realized we don't have to work from an office. Mm-hmm. So we all now work from home and we're mm-hmm. all based around the country. I right. actually, for the last six months, I've been doing a thing called house sitting. So I go and live in other people's houses <laughs> while they go on holiday. Yeah. And, and because I'm working from home, I'm looking after their dog or their cat or their mm-hmm. horse. Uh, and I'm living in their house for a month while they go off to Australia or America or wherever it might be for their holiday. Right. And then they come back. But it mm-hmm. means that I can travel around the country and visit mm-hmm. places that I need to go to where new clients might be. And right. I found that to be I would never have done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm doing that and I'm saving the money from doing having an office. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also I'm able to put that money into other aspects of the business. So mm-hmm. personally, it's, I think there'll be challenges in the future because mm-hmm. I miss my team. I miss spending mm-hmm. time with my team. I don't see them face to face physically. And I think that's challenging. Mm-hmm. I think it's challenging when you've got new members of your uh, new members of the team joining you and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I want to see them face to face, but I can do that mm-hmm. because the pandemic is kind of coming to a close now, or we're, right. we're hopefully coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's lots of challenges ahead, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I found it to be, what do they say when somebody gives you lemons you make lemonade yep i think that's kind of been the attitude mm-hmm. uh, but we've been lucky enough to get through financially mm-hmm. um, and i'm hoping that now we're getting to a stage where it's not just hospitals and supermarkets mm-hmm. it's now retailers in general clothing whatever it might be entertainment so we'll start spreading now and, mm-hmm. and it will get bigger and bigger and get to the united states of america which is where <laughs> we really need to be yeah yeah and you know it's great to think too that um you know, people now, if they are worried about social interaction, but they they do want to go out, um, you know, we all know now about the struggles and the concerns that come with autoimmune and, you know, those that are at risk. And just mm-hmm. there are people now that are just very uncomfortable because of this ongoing craziness. Yeah. Um, they can use the app to most likely help educate people about their experience <sighs> going forward. Yeah, well, one of the things the business can do, going back to the app for a second, is the Mm -hmm. business can actually specify questions. Mm -hmm. So a business could say something like, have you got your toiletries into a bag, basically, Mm -hmm. if you're traveling from the airport. Mm -hmm. But it can also say, are you still wearing a mask? Would you Mm -hmm. like our staff member to wear a mask? Are Mm -hmm. you social distancing? Right. So we would know that before you arrived. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I was. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we can do that. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, going to bring up. It's like, you still have that opportunity to educate staff and you know help each other know what's the best practice for us to interact if you have concerns over the corona pandemic that's still ongoing exactly we need to get people out and about Mm -hmm. um, gradually as they feel more confident but we also for those people who let's face it it's not gone away it's still there Mm -hmm. yeah there are a lot of people out there with autoimmune challenges Mm -hmm. who if they were to catch it would still be in danger we Mm -hmm. we need to know about those people Mm -hmm. and we need them to let us help them. Mm-hmm. And with Welcome Me, we can do that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, you know, I, I don't, I can't, I don't want to sound like a fanboy because I <laughs> guess that's why I, I, I'll come off as, but it's, I, I really do love this application that you have created. And mm-hmm. I really am hoping that one day soon um, we will start seeing it make its way across the pond over to the States. Um, because honestly, I can see this being used by me and many, many of my friends and peers that I have met throughout my life. And it's just a a really great technology that I feel like the more it it continues to grow, because it's going to keep growing. Um, Well, don't (laughs) wait for us to come. Do not wait for us. Anybody that's listening to your podcast, Mm -hmm. actually, well, if you follow us on on Twitter, which is Mm -hmm. welcome underscore CS, Mm -hmm. welcome underscore CS. If you follow us on Twitter and then start talking about it, Mm -hmm. we can make it happen because Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I don't want to be controlling the company. I mm-hmm. want people to tell me what they want. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I was a mobility instructor for 18 years. My job <laughs> is to be the pit crew rather than the driver. I want to, I want to be the conduit to mm-hmm. make these things happen. So make me do it. Make me work harder. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, so um, just talking a little bit about the future, um, where do you see the, the spread and the implementation of Welcome Be? going i mean because the sky's the limit what it is it's what it sounds like yeah well we're still the only company in the world as far as i can see Mm -hmm. that are doing this Mm -hmm. uh that have this solution and last year we won the world summit award for inclusion and empowerment of disabled people Mm -hmm. which is part of united nations goal 10 i think it is for Mm -hmm. inclusion and empowerment and now we are in the uk and ireland currently Mm -hmm. when we launch the web app it will give us the opportunity to be further afield Mm -hmm. Uh, but because the, the market is so big Mm-hmm. we're going where people want us rather mm-hmm. than we, we kind of, if somebody said, if we had a thousand people in New York saying this needs to be a New York, mm-hmm. an investor would turn around and say, yeah, we'll, we'll help you bring it to New York. Mm-hmm. And that's how it would, that's mm-hmm. how it works. So I need people to be in touch mm-hmm. um, to be saying, yeah, we want it. Talk about it on social media, mm-hmm. get people to take notice, have a look at, um, I think it's W E L hyphen co dot me wel hyphen co dot me if and there'll be something in your links i'm sure mm-hmm. but uh, if people want to contact us or spread the word then please do because mm-hmm. that's the future the future mm-hmm. is whether it's us because we couldn't be the entire world obviously but <laughs> and whether it's us or somebody else mm-hmm. this idea if you mm-hmm. and i were just talking about this as a theory mm-hmm. as a concept mm-hmm. we would go yeah that needs to exist this needs to exist but yeah, and, and that's the thing. Um, it, it, the idea, if, if we are in this theoretical situation, anybody would be like, man, is someone doing that already? Because if not, they need to do that because that is a good idea. Yeah, well, give me a shout. I, I, I'm happy to. I'll work with anyone. I mean, I, I'm not, well, not anyone. There's some people I wouldn't work with. But yeah. I'm not so happy with Mr. Putin right now. I'm not going to work with him. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a whole other can of worms. Uh, right yeah, let's not go. I, I shouldn't have opened that can of worms. But no, I think that's worth saying. I think it's mm-hmm. worth saying. I'm not, yeah. not a fan of, uh, of anything that he's doing. Yeah, the, the, um, the disability community, I, I feel for them. Um, because they're oh. they're they're so just forgotten right now when it comes to everything else going on, you know, just out of sight, out of mind, unfortunately. 
they're going to need us when when this when this is over there's mm -hmm. going to be a lot of guys out there and girls and ladies and elderly people whatever mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to need help be mm -hmm. that uh, mental health mm -hmm. help or physical uh, and ukraine is going to desperately need people mm -hmm. and they need people now to be very mm -hmm. very aware of, mm -hmm. of the challenges they're facing and they're mm -hmm. going to be facing this is yeah. just a dire situation for everybody concerned absolutely um so definitely on that note um i know you've already shared but if you can um, once again tell people the best way to get in contact with you and um start spreading the word because definitely this is something that i um fully support and i, I want to see people start talking about more so that we can get you into further places and videos. Yeah, so I think the best thing to do if you're on Twitter is reach out to us at welcome underscore, that's the line across the bottom, and then CS, mm -hmm. which obviously stands for customer service. So welcome mm -hmm. underscore CS. And then uh, I think hello at uh, wel co.me, wel co.me is our email address, hello mm -hmm. at. Uh, so people can contact there and wel-co.me is also our website. So mm -hmm. uh, come and check us out, but get in touch, write yeah. to me. Con yeah. uh, get hold of me on LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Gavin Neat on LinkedIn. I'm more than happy to chat to people. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, um, Gavin. It has been amazing to talk to you. Um, I learned a lot and definitely I am excited to start seeing you guys get further along throughout the rest of the world, because honestly, I 100% endorse <laughs> your welcome me and everything that you're Brilliant, doing. <laughs> Cheers, man. So I, thank you I, so, so I much. Can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. It's yeah. going to be great. Awesome. Well, everybody, that's going to be it for the episode today. I want to thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of Hindsight is 2200. And of course, I always want to thank my amazing guests. So today I thank Mr. Gavin Neat of Welcome Me for sitting down with me today and talking about everything. And just, he's a great guy with a great vision. And I can't, you know, I, I can't understand why people wouldn't want Welcome Me. So, you know, if you definitely want to talk to him, you have his links. But if there's something that you might be a little too shy or afraid to ask him, you can uh, send me an email at Chad, not, not Chad, but C.M. Bouton, C-M-B-O-U-T-O-N at yahoo.com. Email me there and I'll pass along your questions and I'll get back to you once um, we've connected. But definitely, if you have any questions for me to pass to my guests, cmbouton at yahoo.com. And do remember the Twitter page for the podcast is 2200 Hindsight. That's 20200 Hindsight. And of course, we are always on Anchor and Spotify at Hindsight is 20 slash 200. All righty, then that is all that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for coming back out and I will see you all next time for another episode. Until then, take care, my friends.